ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to the Magic Kingdom. To all who come to this happy place, welcome to Uncovering Disney Magic. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my wife, Rachel. She's a travel agent with the company Small World Big Fun, where they make big fun easy. She specializes in Disney destinations all around the world. Together, we have a combined 50-plus trips to Disney destinations. So now we invite you to sit back, relax, and let us help you uncover the magic. Welcome back to episode 39 of Uncovering Disney Magic. My name is Rachel, here with my husband, Zach. Hello there. So for those of you that are original listeners to our podcast, uh, we will explain our 15-month hiatus in just a moment. But if you are new here, welcome to the podcast. Uh, My name is Rachel Tilvis. I do a podcast with my husband, Zach, and we talk about all things Disney. So um, full disclosure, I am a travel agent that specializes in Disney destination vacations. So Walt Disney World, maybe someday Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line. Maybe someday Disney Cruise Line (laughs) as well. Maybe someday Disney Cruise Line too. Um, Alani, which is the Disney resort and spa in Hawaii, and Adventures by Disney Maybe, Maybe someday, someday. <laughs> uh, but I, and Universal Studios Orlando as well. I guess technically Hollywood, but maybe someday. Um, so I guess I, I just kind of want to give myself a thirty-second plug for those of you that don't know uh, much about Disney travel agents. Uh, I am a travel agent through the agency Small World Big Fun. We are based out of Little Rock, Arkansas, but Zach and I live in the Akron, Ohio area. Um, but that doesn't really matter for anything other than maybe something to have in common. Um, interestingly enough, I have booked families in 14 of the 50 states. My goal is to get all 50. So if you need some help and you're maybe like out west, hit me up. Um, anytime you book a travel package through me, it does not cost anything more than if you were to go online and book yourself. Uh, Disney keeps either my commission for themselves or pays it to me. So when you book a vacation through me, uh, I make a little bit of money, plan your vacation, and it's a win-win. Um, I have been to Walt Disney World more than 40 times. I think your number is about the same. Yeah. So we've, we've traveled uh, in the last few years together. So I have lots of experience, lots of knowledge, and if there's something that I don't know, I work with a team of 40 other agents who have my back and are able to answer questions to make sure that you get the answer that you need to make a decision accordingly. Anything else that I forget? No, I think that sums it up. But... Okay, cool. So let's talk about where we've been for the last 15 months. Yeah, it's been a pretty wild 15 months for those of you that don't know. That um, don't live in the world. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess we can rewind all the way back to January. So Well, October. Yeah, was our, last... o- October was the last time that you have heard from us. It was just after we got back from a quick 24-hour trip that we took a ride on the... The Skyliner system for the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that was the last you heard from us. And then we kind of went off the radar for, what do we say, 15 months now. Uh, We have been here. We've been to Disney. Well, if we're back in January. You're right. Let's go back to January. So we had a kid. 
basically. Boom. <laughs> to summarize, we had a baby. Uh, her name is Catherine. She will be a year old a week from Sunday. That's insane to me. Um, so she was born very, very sick. We spent 22 days in the NICU and she, to the best of our knowledge, has made a perfectly wonderful full recovery. Uh, we were home for about a month, maybe three weeks or so. And I stay at home with Catherine and work from home. Um, and then Zach was fortunate enough to join us for the next nine weeks uh, <laughs> as the state of Ohio issued a stay-at-home order that you kept Zach at home for nine weeks. So that was a blessing in disguise on some level. Uh, and then basically we just kind of been hanging out since then. Um, as the world kind of started to reopen in June, like Zach said, Disney opened their resorts uh, at the end of June. And we were there like three days after they opened. Coincidentally, we were going to travel in May. And then we were like, yeah, let's just try June. And I, rem I remember telling you too, it's like, well, whenever we had it, we first had it booked and I was just like, you know, if the res if only the resorts were open, it was just resorts in Disney Springs, would you consider going? And you're like, yeah, definitely. And wouldn't you know, that's exactly that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. And so we, we spent, what was it, four days? Four days. And it was probably one of the m most relaxing trips I can say I've ever had. I don't know about you. Oh, for sure. In but, terms of, I mean, it was nice. I was teasing because we got to eat hot food. Um, having a baby at home. It, like, everybody just kept saying that, oh, you'll never eat a hot meal again. You'll never eat hot... And that's not really true, but it was kind of nice to not have to worry about, like, as soon as you sit down. Because that was, yeah, that was still when we hadn't really figured out how to feed the baby yet. So it was like, anytime I'd sit down to eat, she'd be like, I'm awake and I'm hungry. Yeah, it's like, you're eating, I want to eat. Right, so that was nice. Um, so when we were there in June, we did a split stay. We stayed at Riviera for the first time because that opened uh, in December of 2019 and Catherine was born in January so we did not travel uh, just before she was born so that was our first time at Riviera and then the first time at Grand Floridian for Zach and it had been a while for me uh, but we both really like Zach said enjoyed just kind of hanging out at the pool getting the lay of the land for what their safety protocols were going to look like uh, and all that sort of stuff and then Zach and I went back in August after the theme parks reopened. Yeah, it was about a month after I think. I think theme I think parks so. opened like uh, beginning of July I think Halfway through, the 11th half, and the 15th. Yeah, correct. And so, yeah, we went back, um, I believe it was the beginning of August. It was not, because we was... picked up, we brought my sister home for her birthday. You're right. And her birthday's at the end of the month. You're right, yeah. We went the end of August, um, and we stayed, we did another split stay. We stayed uh, the first night at Caribbean Beach, and then we moved over to Wilderness Lodge. Um, we also did Rise of the Resistance for the first time. That's because right. that opened in I think that was in Dece December, December 5th. also. It opened yeah, on Walt, Dis Walt Disney's birthday. That was December also. Again, baby, so he hadn't made it there. Um, and then we were planning to ride it in May. Obviously, it didn't happen. Um, so we rode it in August. If you haven't ridden it yet, you should absolutely go ride it. Uh, and I can show you how to get a good boarding group. Um, we also rode Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yep. I will leave it at that. That we wrote it. He gave it we a zero. It. He gave it a zero out of ten. I didn't give it a zero out of ten. What would you I... give it then? So, if I had no clue what was happening, I'd probably give which it... Which you didn't. Which I didn't. I would probably give it a three or a four out of ten. It was cute. 
I mean, there was nothing wrong with it. I just didn't follow the story. I yeah, didn't had, really understand what was went, happening. You go from room to room, and we really had no idea what was going on. Now, in their defense, apparently there's a pre-show that has not happened or is not happening right now as a result of social distancing and not being able to group all the people in the pre-show room and stuff. So I don't really know that I would understand it more. Like, maybe that would make it better. Yeah, there's supposed to be a show right before you get on the train, but we walked directly through that room. Like, right. we had no... Like, we got... We went from the line, and next thing you know, we were on the train. There was no... Like, hey, why are we on this train type of thing? It was... Well, but it doesn't really matter that you... Like, I mean, there's no... That's true. Like, if you're getting on Big Thunder Mountain, there's no pre-show for that. But, I mean, that's... But it explains itself later. However, it is the first ride to feature Mickey Mouse, which, as a Disney nerd, I do think is cool, which is why I give it the four. And it was cute. Like, there was nothing wrong with it. I just didn't understand it. I think if I understood what was happening... I would appreciate it more. I think it came to an abrupt end for me. It was just like, oh, the ride's over. Well, but I guess a lot of Mickey shorts do end abruptly. It's just kind of like, and that's it. And that's kind of what the premise of the ride is. It's a Mickey short. Right. You are in a Mickey short. Right. Correct. So it was just, I don't know. I, I didn't love it. To also be fair, we got off Rise of the Resistance like an hour before that. And I'm not going to say anything about Rise of the Resistance because I don't want to give it away at all. Because it's phenomenal. And I don't even really like Star Wars that much. Yeah, I, I, I know nothing about Star Wars. And I, I had a great time on it. I, I don't want to give it a 10 just because, I mean... Have you ever given a ride a 10? I, I don't know if you can give a ride a 10 because... That means if you give that a 10, there's nowhere to go up from that. What do you give Flight of Passage? A 9394 maybe. The oh, only we reason can do decimals? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess if you think about it, if you if you give a ride a 10, there's nowhere to go up from that. And I don't want to set the bar. It's so high that you can never do better than that. And I would always hope that that Disney is always thinking and trying to up themselves. I don't want them to go down. Who does? But I want them to set the bar at some area where they can still go above it. Huh. Alright. I guess I was just thinking of all the the available attractions. That would be my... But whatever. Okay, so after we came back in August, we took a giant family trip in November. That was Catherine's first visit to Walt Disney World. Um, yeah, we didn't mention the first. The first two trips we went were just yes, Rachel I did. and I. You did? I did. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I so the November one was a big deal for me. Uh, I would think Zach would say the same. Um, Catherine went with us, and Zach's parents were with us for the whole week, and my parents joined for the second half of the week, uh, and so did my sister and her boyfriend Manny. Um, Manny got a shout-out on the podcast. I just felt like we had shouted everyone else out, so now I'll have to tell Manny that he got a shout-out on the podcast, too. Um, So we did a split stay again. We stayed at Bay Lake Tower for the first half of the week, and then we moved over to Boardwalk. So we really wanted to maximize the walking, I guess, the easier transportation methods, the better. So the more places we could walk we went to those parks more right the first part of the week when we were staying at bay lake tower we went to magic kingdom two of those three days 
So right. we, we literally would just walk out of the hotel and we could get to the front of the park. And I think I timed it one day. It was like eight, eight minutes. minutes. Right. Right. So it just made life a little bit easier uh, with a 10-month-old. She's yeah, she was 10 months at that time. Yeah. So everything was unicorns and rainbows. Catherine could not have been any more perfect. Uh, we did what's called a capture the magic photo session, which was 30 minutes of a private photography session at Magic Kingdom. We had two photographers. It was the best $50 I think I've ever spent at Walt Disney World. I will recommend it to anybody who even thinks they might like pictures. And even Zach had to participate because the photographers made him. It was <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's very good, especially um, for like a first trip or if you have something special like you, you were getting and I mean you could probably do even like some sort of engagement photos there with that you could they, the only thing that would be difficult about that is that the photographers did ask us you know oh what are you guys doing right. here are you celebrating anything like mm-hmm. knowing how you handled us getting engaged you would have been a disaster no I'm saying I'm saying like guy. after you're engaged like the next day so oh. Oh, like I'm celebrating or happily ever after. Not not proposal photos. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Um, So, yeah, we did all of that stuff. And we are headed back. So this is going to be released on Friday the 15th. We will be in Walt Disney World a week from today. On the 20th. On the 20th. I am so excited. Um, I'm not going to tell you where we're staying because it's a surprise. Zach has no idea where we're staying, uh, but we're going to see a bunch of my agency friends. Um, and, and we're going to be- celebrate Catherine's the, birthday. The best part about this is, is so we we rent a car whenever we go on these trips, and so I'm the one that is always driving, and I know where we're going all the time. And so now Rachel, I've told her that I don't want to know where we're staying until we get to the actual hotel. So Rachel is now in charge of, <laughs> of navigating of navigating property <coughs> and telling uh, telling me where to drive to and how to get there. So I'm very interested to see how this goes. No, you said you'd get me to property. Oh, I'll get, that's fine. I'll get you to property and then you are on your own. <laughs> well, Disney World is a giant circle. I've been there enough times. I can figure it out. We'll see. Also, they make this really cool thing called technology where I can just type it in. And turn down my volume so Alexa doesn't know. Or Siri doesn't tell you where we're going. Okay. So all of that being said, did we leave anything out? No, I think that sums up where we've been, what we're about to be doing. Okay. So basically, we would like to take the next couple minutes to talk about changes in the travel world right now. And um, kind of as we start getting back into our podcast, the importance of working with someone who knows what the heck they're talking about. So... As you can imagine, travel looks a little different than it did back in February of last year. Like, at this point, about a year ago. It's so weird that it's already 2021. Yeah. Like, at this point, it will be about a year since the world stopped. Um, So, one of the things, in addition to all of the traveling that we do, it is quite literally my job to know all about the changes and modifications and whatever we're calling them modified experience um, of Disney World, maybe someday Disneyland, hopefully soon Disney Cruise Line. Um, But when you have someone in your corner to advocate for you if something's not going how you need it to, or if you you have a plan and you can't make that plan happen anymore, or whatever the case may be, the, the, the 
when you have someone in your corner to help you, it saves you a lot of stress. You know, if you're dealing with something at home, you know, let's say that one of your kids is sick and you're not able to travel or you're supposed to be quarantining or whatever is going on, you don't have time to be making all of these phone calls and making sure that your reservations are changed and, oh, I don't know what the policy is because we're supposed to travel in two weeks from now. You just call me or you text me and I'll answer the phone and I'll tell you what's going on. And I, I will say, I mean, even um, just I, I don't do any of this for Rachel. Rachel handles, handles all of this herself. Um, but just being around it in, I know she had a client recently just travel. I think it was about a month ago that lives in New York. And those people have to provide a negative COVID test um, upon arrival. And Rachel was able to help them. Um, and she doesn't have to do this, but she helped them find a testing location in Florida that they could go get tested before they went back home. Um, so her being able to do this stuff for you and go above and beyond um, is awesome. And you don't have to worry about that. She's going to do everything in her power um, to make sure that you have a great trip from the planning phases to all the way you get home. Well, thanks. That's nice. Um, yeah, so... It, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, it literally does not cost you any extra money as long as you let me book your vacation package. So it's a really, really low risk thing for you and it's a win-win for everybody because I know how to navigate all of these changes and you don't have to worry about it and you can just go on vacation and have fun. Um, I did, speaking of low risk investments, kind of want to talk a little bit about why Walt Disney World is a pretty good low risk investment to be making right now. Um, so when you book a Walt Disney travel package, as long as you're outside of the 30 day window, uh, prior to travel, any, uh, reservation can be booked with a $200 deposit. So let's say you'd like to get some dates on the calendar for summer vacation and you're like, Hey, in a perfect world, everything's going to, you know, things are continuing to progress this, that, and the other, you know, we have our threshold for where we're comfortable traveling. Um, and so we'd like to put down a deposit. It's $200, whether it's a $1,900 vacation package or a $19,000 vacation package. So we get to that 30-day mark. We take a look at you know how you're feeling, what the world looks like, what Disney World looks like, and we make a decision. Um, you know, it's it's really a low risk, 200 bucks, not a huge deal. Um, that being said, if you're thinking about spring break. Um, I guess depending on when you're traveling, again, it's a $200 deposit, uh, pay in full at 30 days. However, if you're traveling through April, Disney has changed their cancellation and modification policy to up to 24 hours prior to arrival. You can say, hey, we're not coming. And there is no penalty for canceling or moving your dates um, like there are usually. So we have uh, a pretty low... I mean, like, what's the worst thing that happens? You either move your money or you get it back. Um, But we know a lot of different things about what Disney World's looking like right now, what they're doing, what they're not doing, uh, what kind of experiences are available. I have noticed a trend in the, the vacations that I've booked in the last couple of weeks that it's a lot of, we'd like to go you know, for spring break because it's not going to be too hot and we're okay with wearing our masks, um, but we kind of want to just get a feel for the lay of the land. One thing that we really have an advantage right now is that international travel for the most part has been suspended. So we're not seeing the international tourism at Walt Disney World right now. So while there are still people at Disney, they're all like U.S. citizens, I guess, or 
it, I shouldn't say all of them. Well, you're not seeing the large tour groups right. that you normally would see marching through the park that frustrate me. <laughs> not because Zach has a problem with anybody else. No, but just not at because, all. Just because they're very loud and they're very... Obnoxious. They just act... No, that's not true. People... No. They just... Their culture is very different and they are not as mindful of personal space that you would prefer. That's why social distancing is awesome right now. So, so dramatic. So, like I said, that's that's a trend that I'm noticing in terms of we just want to go for maybe three or four days, kind of get our feet wet and see you know, what Disney has to offer. And then maybe later in the year or into 2022, we'd like to do, you know, the full we're doing Disney thing. Um, oh, you were going to say something about oh, airlines Oh, yeah, I guess too. the other thing when we were talking, or whenever Rachel was just talking about um, how low risk uh, everything is when it comes to booking a Walt Disney World vacation. Uh, majority of the people that do go to Disney World end up flying down there, um, especially everybody that lives in our area. Um, I will say for the most part, everybody does fly down. And the nice thing right now is most airlines have canceled, or not canceled, they have gotten rid of uh, change fees. Um, so the the day of you canceling your air flight and not getting your money back is now pretty much gone. For the, I want, for the most part. I want you still need to check with your airline to confirm that they still have that. But I was going to say I don't book flights for we, that reason. We we have had multiple flights over the past year um, that we've had to move or cancel and we now have flight credit. We have flight credit on American right now. Um, and we I think at one point we had a United flight credit, but we used it and we had a Southwest credit that we've used. Um, but that is helpful when it comes to planning a vacation right now. Right. And I guess moving forward kind of forever. I I mean, not that we're going to sit here and talk about COVID, but I really do think that COVID has changed what travel looks like for, Mm -hmm. if not ever, for a very, very long time. So that is something to take note of. Um, In terms of what the heck we're booking right now, uh, we can book travel packages for the Walt Disney World Resort through now. I mean, you could check in tomorrow if you wanted. Uh, through December 31st, 2021. Uh, Same with Universal. Uh, Now through December 31st, Disney Cruise Line. You cannot book a March 2021 cruise. You can book an April 2021 cruise through May of 2022. So they are a little bit behind uh, in terms of their summer release dates for 2022. But uh, if you're thinking that cruising might be in your very close future. Um, Definitely recommend putting something on the books. We can absolutely talk about those terms and conditions, but what's happening right now is that cruises have been suspended for so long that families who have future cruise credits from all of last year and the beginning of this year, in the first three months of this year, um, are taking a lot of those staterooms and we're under the impression that the staterooms are not being filled to capacity um, because of social distancing and all that kind of stuff. So definitely, if you're thinking you'd like to do something like that, now is the time to act on it. Uh, But absolutely, we'll talk about the terms and conditions and cancellations and that kind of stuff because it is different than Walt Disney World. Yeah, so I think that wraps that up. But we we did want to talk about 
a little bit if if I'm not getting too far ahead of myself. Um, what we're going to be doing with the podcast moving forward. Um, we have decided with everything that we have going on in our lives. I know I'm busier now than ever at work. Um, and I'm trying to raise a person. Yeah, we have a, <laughs> a new baby at home. So we've decided to uh, do a podcast once a month. Um, so we're going to be le- releasing it, would we say, the third Friday of every month? Or is we're going to try. We're going to try. That's for our it. goal. And so we'll, we'll see how it goes. But um, we do have a lot of stuff planned. Um, travel-wise this year already. Um, we already talked about our trip that we're taking next week. Um, we have a trip to Universal uh, that we're starting to plan that's in May. Mom, if you're listening to this, we'd really like it if you <laughs> could watch the baby so we could go to Universal. And then we're also, we've we've had uh, this plan since last year, but we, uh, we're going to be taking our, fir- as of right now, we're going to be taking our first cruise um, at the end of September. Well, it's not which, my first cruise. Well, it's going to be my first cruise, but our first cruise together. True. Um, and we're going to bring Catherine on that as well. Um, but that's going to be the end of September, and we're going to roll that into uh, five days at Disney over the uh, 50th anniversary. Um, so we, we should also talk about that. If you want to be in Walt Disney World for the 50th anniversary, you need to book your travel package yesterday. I think they are full. I was going to say, I think I think Magic Kingdom is full Magic on Kingdom, the first. Magic Kingdom is full on the first, but what we're starting to see now is the rooms mm-hmm. filling up for that week heavily, heavily, heavily. Like, you can only find a pirate room at Caribbean Beach. Like, there are no other room types available. So, act quickly. Yeah, so we, we have a lot of stuff, a lot of new stuff planned. Um, we're going to spend a lot of time at Universal, as I just said. Um, and that's a very, it's, it's relatively new for us. And we were there in territory. Yeah. Relative. We we went once, um, geez, it's been a year and a half now since we've been there, but, uh, we're going to learn a lot of new stuff there and uh, a lot of new stuff on the cruise and who knows, maybe we'll have something else at some point, but we'll see how it goes. So with all of that being said, we will talk to you guys next month. Zach will be able to grand unveil where we are staying, um, I guess, next week. And, yeah. Anything else? That's it. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye, guys. For more information about booking your vacation, please send me an email at rachel at smallworldbigfun.com or sending me a message on my Facebook page, Rachel Tilvis, Small World Big Fun. Have a magical day!